we'll go back to how you guys got here. Like at the old building? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Like exactly. how we got hired? Yeah. It was a fluke. <laughs> well, perfect. 100% me too. Yeah, yeah me three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that I will take away from this job that means the most to me is the people that I work with and how... Mm-hmm. Wonderful they are. And me even, saying this. Even Michelle. Well, I was going to say, me saying this doesn't happen often, but I 100% agree with Anne there. on that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very lucky. Oh, somebody write that down. Oh, this is recorded? This is recorded. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yep. Okay. I agreed it. with Anne on July <laughs> 7th. Welcome to episode number nine of the Johnny O Show. This is the first of the CFAN series. I will be talking to folks that work or have worked at 790 CFAN in the AM days or the current 99.3 The River. Make sure you like and share the Drive On Media Facebook page and please share that among your friends as well. Subscribe to The Johnny O Show on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or go to the website driveon.podbean.com. That's driveon.podbean.com. Big thank you to Jason Berry of Barytone Studios for the theme music that you hear right now. And as well, thank you to Jamie Alexander of the Downriver Music Festival for the Johnny O Show logo that you see on the Facebook page and as well on your podcast format. So let's get started with episode number nine of the Johnny O Show. This is the CFAN series number one with Michelle Roy and Ann Woods. It's episode nine of the Johnny O Show. We're doing things a little bit different for the summer. Going to put together a series of uh, chats with folks that have either do work or have worked at CFAN, whether it was 790 CFAN or uh, 99 through the river. And with me, well, this there's only one way to start this, and I've got to start with my uh, colleagues here at 99 through the river. I've got Michelle Roy. John O. How are you? Johnny O. Sorry. John, no. Yeah. I, this, this is new to me, too. I didn't it's realize. Catchy. I didn't realize people called me Johnny O, but anyway. So I, we're going with it anyway. But <laughs> I'm going with it from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, thank you uh, very much for doing this. I do appreciate it. And we've got uh, Boss Lady Ann Woods, uh, General Sales Manager here at 99 Through the River. And uh, ladies, thanks for thanks for doing this today. Thanks for having us, John. Yes, John. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, you know I, I'm anticipating that I'm going to learn things that I've never known before <laughs> today. Hmm. Um, but let's. Uh, who's been here longer? 
I started yeah. in August of 80. No, I started August 18th. 1981. All right, Anne. Oh, yeah. So let's start with Michelle. Well, let's start with her since she's been here the longest. And uh, Anne, how how did you get here? What what made you decide that you wanted to work at? uh, We'll we'll just say CFN. Yes, because this totally was not even in my wheelhouse at all. I um, when I got out of school, I went to work for Canada Packers, and which is in everybody else's world, Maple Leaf. Okay. Uh, company and uh, I was the area supervisor for them so I had uh, Miramichi and Bathurst area and one summer day I was at the uh, Sobeys store in Newcastle and I had um, s- some people that do demonstrations you know how in you go and you get to sample foods yep. so I had a lady in there and she was sampling some uh, maple leaf products and Ian Byers came in and he, who I had uh, no idea who he was. I'd heard him on the radio, but I didn't, I've never seen him before. And he came over to the table and he said, yes, I'd like to try a sample. You know how he talks, he drags it out real long. So he had a few samples of whatever it was that we were offering. And then he asked us some questions about the product. So we were filling them in. And then he said, uh, Why did, wouldn't you like to come work at the radio station? And I was like, what? doing what a no and he goes come on in this afternoon he said and talk to me i got a proposition for you so i thought oh, well what the heck mm-hmm. so i'd only been at can packers for about a year so i i went over that afternoon and the rest is history wow. here i am hired you right on the spot hired me on the spot did, i started the same day did he ever say <laughs> why he offered it to you yes. right on the spot well, i yes. should have asked him that question before yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said because i wasn't shy or you know i i knew my product so i was eager to talk about it and and outgoing so he said that was good qualifications to be a salesperson oh interesting interesting so you uh you know from that time and you said what was it 80 81 81 i was 12 there you sure you were just to be clear (laughs) yeah okay so you're only a year older than me yes (laughs) what are you saying john Uh, notice how good i'm being uh, yeah. uh, you're holding back yes, michelle yes. very nicely my poor tongue <laughs> she's just clapping right yes. down on it uh so you've seen a lot of changes over the years oh my i gosh. imagine we've seen a lot of changes it's not only uh in the equipment because that has changed dramatically yeah. but it's also in how we do business and how we do sales and that's all yeah every every year there's something new introduced yeah uh so Michelle, when when did you get started? How you know? Obviously, you weren't sitting around someday and say, "Oh, I'd like to be on radio." No, wasn't even on my radar. Really, uh, never even crossed my mind. Uh, what happened? I graduated in 1990 from high school, mm-hmm. and I had my name in for summer employment with the uh, employment center, and I got a phone call from. Uh, from them asking if I'd like to go for an interview at uh, 790 CFAN. And I okay. said, I laughed to myself and then I thought, well, why not? Yeah. So I went in for an interview and uh, I met Ian Byers mm-hmm. as soon as I walked in. And the first thing he said to me, who's your favorite singer? I said, Madonna. He said, she's my favorite slut too. Sit oh, down. <laughs> you imagine. And that's. That's how I met him. Wow. <laughs> so I recorded uh, a demo tape mm-hmm. and, you know, a month went by or whatever and never heard tell of them. Of course, I never thought of it again. They had lost my tape. Oh. Yeah. And Ian called and 
talked to my mother, actually, and mm-hmm. said she could have a career in this. <laughs> so I started on the All Night Show. Wow. And never left. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All Night Show. Yes. That's going way back. And I suppose, like, back then, you know, we had the shift workers from the mill and, and, and exactly. different, uh, uh, you know, areas of employment where people would be working all night. Mm-hmm. Well, people from the mill used to call uh, overnight hours and uh, ask for requests. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Yeah. I had people calling in the overnight hours. <laughs> Which would be, a, you know, quite a bit different than today, I would imagine. You know, like, th- there's... Who would be working overnight now in the area? Wow. The hospital workers, I guess, would be the oh, only. Oh, yes. Their yeah. boats. Yeah. You know, hospital workers. And, maybe Arbeck. Yeah. And maybe Arbeck, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, of course, Miramichi's finest. and The police yes. force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. Which there are a number of them that do listen to us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, uh, uh, you know, especially during storm coverage and things yes. like that, you, you know, we'd hear uh, sure. uh, from uh, the Miramichi police force. So... What was it like getting used to, you know, being on the microphone for the first time? Well, I'll tell you, for the first month, I never said a word. I just pressed buttons. (laughs) Just pressed buttons. And then one morning at around two in the morning, the phone rang and it was uh, Ian's wife, Margaret. She said, Michelle, would you talk already? (laughs) (laughs) And then that was it. Yeah. I talked and talked and talked. So, (laughs) So did somebody say to you, don't talk? No, I was just, uh, I couldn't imagine myself speaking on the radio. And I said to myself that when I was being trained, I'll never last a month at this. Is that right? I remember saying that like it was yesterday. Yeah. Never last a month. Never last a month. So how many months has it been all together? (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) So I started at 1990. I took a few years off when my girls were young. Mm -hmm. And then I came back to bother Anne. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. It's doing a really I, good job at bothering me as well. <laughs> That's my main priority. Yeah. But and talk about changes. When I took those few years off, we were still AM and okay. nothing was computerized. Right. Yeah. And when I came back, we were FM and we were all computerized. Yeah. Wow. Now, I'll tell you what a change. I would have taken back that reel to reel in a minute. Yeah. Over the new computer. Yeah. Yeah. And you were telling me that um over the back at the um, AM station above, mm-hmm. you know, well, obviously it was on Pleasant Street above uh, the old Sears. Yes. Um, the cart machines. The cart machines. Well, we had cart machines to play the commercials and the songs on. And there was only six slots, six slots. And uh, commercial islands were three minutes. So you had to have one broken, of course, another one that wasn't working. And you usually had a couple broke at the time. And we had stacks. You can imagine at Christmas time, we had to pick our own commercials, too. We were given the list, and uh, we stacked them up and stacked them up. So during Christmas time, when all the cart machines were broke, (laughs) you'd have to press stop and then take it out and shove another one back in its space. Oh, yes. And then later on, you would have to remember to put them back in. To re-cue oh, the oh, ad or the song. And they were like eight tracks, right? Those they ones? were like eight tracks. Yeah. yeah, I remember when we upgraded to CDs. Yeah. I was fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, That to me, you know, of course, I was never, you know, I, I was just introduced to technology that we're using today. I've never used 
uh, you know, that, oh, right. you know, that technology. Yeah. So I find that fascinating. Yes. Real to real. That, that's one of the, the things that I remember because when a client comes in now to record his commercial, if it's a 30 second commercial, it might take 35 seconds to mm-hmm. do. But then back then when it was real to real, you had to set up the, the mm-hmm. reels. Yeah. And then record them. If they make a mistake, you had to start all over again. There's oh. no editing. There's no. And sometimes you had to tape them, like splice them and tape That's them. That's what I was going to say. I used yeah. to do uh, Ian's when I worked the six to midnight shift. Uh, my job was to do Ian's what we call production. So he would record all his ads uh, on the reel to reel. And if he made a mistake, I would have to mark it, cut it, tape it back together. Oh, it was yes. something. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. And if a client is nervous and it takes three or four takes, you could be in production for an hour just for one 30-second commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes sometimes we're in there for an hour for, you know, some people recording. But that's that's another story. Uh, But, yeah, I couldn't imagine having to tape the reel-to-reel together Mm. to do your editing. Oh. Oh, it was was something, I'll tell you. But once uh, I had a few weeks in on the – when I started back here when we were FM, had a few weeks in on the computer uh, technology, then it's like, no way, buy reel to reel. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, so you, you started overnights, mm-hmm. then you went to evenings? I did. I went to six to midnight, and then I did the uh, middays, nine to three. Nine to three, okay. Yes. Well, that's a pretty good shift. That is a good shift. I would come on after Darren McDonald. Yes, yeah. Weekdays. K. Darren. K. D. Mac. <laughs> yes. And uh, he's he's already lined up for oh, for, for an episode. I figured. So. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. You'll have lots of great memories. And his sister Jeannie will be a good good. Pick oh yeah. Oh, I'm going yes. to uh, She's gonna, highly entertaining. Yes. <laughs> from from some of the stories that I've heard yeah. during our uh, what was it the 65th <laughs> yes. uh, anniversary. Yeah, 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 that was a ball. That yeah. was fun. Yeah. Jeannie came back and Darren yeah. came back to host. <laughs> yeah. No, that was pretty cool. Um. So then did you just do your nine to three until you took some time off? I did. Yeah. did my nine to three until I got married and uh, had my girls and took a few years off and then came back. And okay. we were FM. FM and, and you did mornings? Right? I did. I started back. No, actually, I'm sorry. I started back just part time. I saw Anne out at a store one day and i said and and you didn't run the other way <laughs> well you know <laughs> she thought about it but uh no i did start back uh part-time actually and then uh we had the on-air boss back then he asked me if i'd be interested in mornings okay and uh yeah so now i've been doing mornings i believe it'll be 17 years in november oh my god yes wow Thanks. Jeez. That's uh, and you know I, I've I've only done mornings for you a short period of time and and uh, God bless you. That's, <laughs> that's all I can say is God bless you. And you know what? The weird thing is, I wouldn't want any other shift. No, no. And, you know, and and sadly with with the you know the industry today, that is the prime mm-hmm. prime shift to to have mm-hmm. is the uh, is the morning shift. Um. So, obviously, the technology has been the biggest change for you. The biggest change. Like, it's it's amazing how, like, even a sales lady here, Sandy, we had a sales lady uh, who had just started here, and it was a Saturday morning, and uh, I was out getting groceries at Superstore, and uh, Sandy walked in, and she said, oh, 
she did a double take and looked around and she's like, how are you here? I just heard you on the radio. <laughs> so like that is the difference of technology. Yeah. Uh, it's good and it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, it's, uh, it, yeah. Uh, let's just leave it at that. Yeah. yeah I, good I think, and bad. <laughs> good and bad for sure. Uh, and, uh, let's, let's get back to you for, for mm-hmm. a bit here. And, uh, uh, Obviously, you would mention, you know, technology has changed, but what else has changed, you know, from from the 80s until now as far as uh, sales and and uh, even even the Miramichi area, you know, doing business? Um, I think that, well, sales certainly has changed how we go about it. At one time, uh, a big part of what the sales staff did was specials. We did like uh, safety Tons and tons of safety mm-hmm. messages, whether it was um, back to school safety, Halloween safety, Christmas safety, yes. snowmobile safety. Ian loved safety stuff, and we we did tons of that. And then our regular advertising. Um, and then at one time, you went and seen your client at least a minimum of once a week, sometimes wow. sometimes twice or, yeah. or what have you. But now, because of technology, mm-hmm. and they're – because – Everybody downsizes, right? Because of technology replaces humans. Mm. And so the client is busier, as are we. So they're more inclined to send you everything they want by email or a text as opposed to going in for a visit. Because if you go in for a vi- visit, they tend to be half hour, an hour, depending on the client. Yeah. You could have a big old say and it. It takes up a lot of their time, mm. which both of us enjoy. But... They're so busy. They don't have that time now like they used to. I find that'll be hard for newer uh, people coming into sales because it's harder to get to know your client if you're not spending that time with them. And especially if you're not from here, um, most of my customers uh, I I either had since I started here or I grew up with them, went to school with them or my parents Mm -hmm. did or something, right? So you know know everybody. And so you know when you go in, you can ask about their kids or their grandkids or whatever. But if you're new to the area and you go in, it's a, it's a blank slate and yeah. and not given the time to mm-hmm. develop that relationship. And it is a relationship between the salesperson and their customer. And like I've been invited to some of my clients' weddings and their kids' birthday parties. Really? And, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I, you know, they're your customer for three yeah. or more years. <laughs> Lots <laughs> of years. Yeah, years. Lots of years. Yeah. Um, so there's big changes that way. And then how we, how we schedule our advertising too has all changed because that is all computerized as well our orders going by computer mm-hmm. our commercials all the information for commercials are submitted by computer unless a client comes in and records it or sends it to us sure so yeah there's a lot of changes that way so again it's it's the same as michelle's job some of it's good some of it's not yeah yeah for sure yeah. um i right. can tell you that ian bars would hate how it is now <laughs> oh yes he would wouldn't he? oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah let's okay let's let's kind of circle back because obviously what what are we at now 72 years i believe i think yes something like that and there's yes. different area you know, like ckmr which yep. nobody knows well there, we have documented history yes, we but do. you know unfortunately it's been so long you know the, we we had some guy stop in uh, just prior to the 65th anniversary, uh, Christopher, 
Um, oh, yeah. What was his name? He was from the Camelton area, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he provided a lot of documentation. Yes. Uh, you know, Because he had worked with Ian briefly. Right. And then he was also super interested in radio, and he worked at radio in Camelton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and gave us... And then there was... Um, oh, jeez. Terrible for names. <laughs> uh, but I can remember the picture, and he stopped in. But he, he was on Global News. Uh, yes, because he did the the big story on when Alan Legere was um, okay. on the loose. Yeah. He did a book. He did the reporting. He right. did all that kind of stuff. Yeah, And I just cannot uh, think, of think of his name. His name. Now. But yeah, he was. I remember him from being on Global uh, Global News. And mm-hmm. then when I, when I discovered, oh, geez, he worked at CKMR yes. back when it was. Back in the day. Uh, over uh, Western, Western Tire. Western Tire, that's right. <laughs> Western Tire. Which we have pictures. Yeah, see, she doesn't even know <laughs> yeah. where that was. Yeah. And we have some newspaper clippings and stuff from back in when it was CKMR as well. Yeah. Well, basically. Greco. Uh, Greco, in behind Greco, that building. Uh, okay. And yeah. on the bottom floor was Western Tire, which always confused me. It's like, well, Western Tires, but the one over in Chatham is Canadian Tire, but yeah. how come that's not Eastern Tire? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know? Right. Anyway. Um, but yeah, the the original CKMR was upstairs, and yeah. I couldn't imagine hauling all that heavy no. equipment up there. And, and it was big, <laughs> heavy oh, yeah, clunky stuff. Stuff then. Um, but, uh, and then, of course, it. Uh, I think from there went to the over the Sears, over the Sears, over Sears which is mobile equipment now or Napa, I guess it is. Napa, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, Ian Byers, let's talk. You know, because he was our mentor. He's the one that <laughs> he taught, taught us to me be what we are. Everything yeah. about radio, yeah. As as for me as well for sales, yeah. What what do we know about Ian Byers as far as coming here to the Miramichi? So he came from Ontario. Okay. Because of radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, he met a lady here and he married and settled and he had two daughters. Mm-hmm. And um, radio, if you if anyone has heard him, he had definitely had the, oh, the voice yeah. for radio. Yeah. And he really had a way with people and getting them to uh, advertise. Sometimes there's a, if there's a client says he wants to advertise it, he has whatever, dish soap on sale, he would convince them that it's more important to advertise the aspirin that you have because it's a huge display and this is what people are looking for. Like he had a way to to show them that they can be bigger and better and he was always successful at it. Yeah. And and when we were saying how he wouldn't like now, he loved live. Everything had to be live. There was never any. <laughs> yeah. And um, well, and the biggest story that I hear People say, oh, when they talk about Ian was when the, the fire at uh, Homestead yeah. Furniture. Homestead Furniture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you haven't heard, he hung the microphone out through the window upstairs of the old Sears building. <laughs> and he was down. Well, first he hung out the window. He hung out the window and did play by play of the fire with the fire trucks yeah. and, the, and everything. And then he hung it down, uh, put uh, many cords together and hung it down. And he came downstairs and he, and he broadcast from out in front of the building until the fire was out. <laughs> Interviewed people. Wow. He talked to the police, the fire department, everybody. Yeah, yeah. that that would have been what mid mid eighties. I would yeah. say, yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't really remember the. It was I, before I got there. Yeah. I know that. Okay, so that, it would yes. have been in the eighties for yeah. sure. Then, um, and of course, deal. anybody that's listening, not sure where Homestead Furniture was, basically where Jean Coutu is now. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yes, that's so. right. Yeah. But he liked live. And I, I shared this story with Michelle here uh, not too long ago. But there was a guy, the man, he was the uh, produce manager at one of the grocery stores. And they used to come on live. He would interview them and they'd say what the special, similar to what we do with Joey and them now. Yeah. And um, so this 
he always talked to one particular fellow. Anyway, that fellow was out and they had to bring in the assistant manager. His name was Ernie. And uh, <laughs> Ernie was super, super nervous. And mm-hmm. he had told Ernie himself told me the story afterwards. He said, uh, Ian was the one that was live that morning. And he, he so he called them up and he said, so what's your specials of the day? And he said he was super focused and prepared. He had it all written down, a list, price an item, price an item. And then a reminder on the bottom to say, thank you for shopping at or whatever, right? Yeah. He knew exactly what he was going to say. So he, and so Ian introduced him and he went ahead and he did his little grocery list there. And one of the items on the list, like he had um, turnips and tomatoes and I forget what else, there was something else that was in the vegetable part of it. And Ian said, well, that's wonderful, Ernie. He said, now, how would you cook a turnip? So now, <laughs> this is not on his script, right? And he oh, said, dear. he goes, I am, and he couldn't think of anything to say, but he said, he, unlike Michelle, we didn't string him <laughs> along and let him stutter and stammer. Ian jumped right in. He goes, well, I'll tell you how I cook mine. I add sugar and butter, and he went on from there, but poor Ernie just threw him right off. He wasn't filling in for nobody after that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, jump and, and, and that's, and that's the thing, you know, it's, you know, like when Michelle, like when, you know, what, when we used to call Joey, now it's Joel. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then of course, if, you know, if Joey wasn't there, then you had Chris, mm-hmm. if Chris wasn't there and we're talking Douglas town Sobeys and there's another guy and I keep, um, I don't know what his name is now. Um, but he would fill in sometimes, but I always see him down there like stocking shelves. I'm thinking like, well, you know, if you were going to get on the air, like good for you. It's, yes. it's, it's not that easy to, it is not you know, that easy to look at, you know, a flyer and, and rhyme off things when you're maybe scared to death of yeah talking on the telephone, let alone on the radio. Yeah. Um, but in my defense, <laughs> in my defense, Joey McDonald, the only reason he's the only client, actually, that if they are, are stumbling true. or if they're not quite sure where to go from what they were saying, I just mm. silence. Yeah. I just wait to see. Because he's he highly goes. entertaining. Oh, when yeah. He, when it he's is. messing up. <laughs> he oh, definitely is. That's many, what makes his segment for sure. Yeah. How many times, you know, uh, he'd be doing, you know, doing the live segment. Oh, look at so-and-so coming yeah, in. Yes. <laughs> that's our favorite one. Oh, there's Bobby Hinchman. Bobby Hinchman. Yes. <laughs> that's his favorite one. He yes. always said Bobby yeah. Hinchman. Uh, uh, shoot. Michelle, uh, the favorite uh, Ian Byers story? It's just uh, about Ian is how much he knew about radio. Like, Mm. it was unbelievable. Uh, It's probably the only thing he ever did. Well, and there's always something that's stuck out. Like, he gave me such good tips. Like, one thing, you know, uh, when in doubt, leave it out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, names. Like, just don't say it. Like, if you don't just say a person from so-and-so. Uh, he just he knew every single thing he knew radio inside and out and uh, I was actually happy to say that he taught me yeah, yeah. yeah. he was he was great and Michelle's right and and everything from her side on the radio side of it because he did it and from the sales side of it because he did it yeah promotions he did it and my favorite story about Ian was how when I first met him the first yeah. thing he said was about Madonna. Yes. Madonna. yes. <laughs> that was my favorite Ian story. <laughs> well, talk about making you feel, you know, at ease. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah. It, it's, you know, I, I don't think you go anywhere 
in the Miramichi area, especially, you know, if, if you were living here when Ian Byers was on the radio, I'm sure everybody has their yes. own, you know, whether it's the, the homestead furniture burning or um, I don't know how many times I do a remote and I get the urge to say, now back to master yes, control. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. Why don't we say that anymore? That was such a great line. <laughs> well, we don't have to, thanks I to know, technology. I and apparently, uh, you know, we're oldies in the radio business and it's not called master control. I know, because when I say that to the IT guys, well, she's in master, they're like, uh, okay, because they're not sure which room that is. Yeah. 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 Why? I don't like change. Yeah. They call it the booth? booth yeah. Or just the booth? Is that what it is? Yes. I believe so. She's yeah. in the booth. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Superwoman. <laughs> Changing outfits. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to remember that next time. She's in the booth. Changing outfits. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. No, you won't. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Write it down. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Ian eventually retired, did he? Yeah. Well, well no. <laughs> he sold. He sold the local station, okay. and he moved to Ontario and bought a station there. Okay, so let's go back. So when did he leave? Uh, 1996-ish, maybe. Okay. Somewhere around there, I yeah, think. Yeah, around there. Yeah. So that that's around that time is when Maritime Broadcasting... No, I think it was uh, when Jim McMullen was manager. Yeah. That is when and I that think changed, it was I McLean believe. Hunter then, I believe, right? I believe so, yeah. yes. And then it was shortly after that that it became Maritime Broadcasting. So McLean Hunter was, was that a magazine the, yeah. company? So that was also, like a national. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. But it only stayed that way for a while, yeah, a short while. Yeah, short, I think. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. When you talk to Evan Darren, they'll know more yeah, about that. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, I'm making mental notes. Yes. Hopefully, I'll remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and then, uh, and then they sold it to yes. Maritime Broadcasting, yes. which is interesting because, like, Moncton was Eastern Broadcasting, I think. But yeah, that's a question for Darren. Yes, I can tell by the look on your faces that <laughs> that's a question for Darren. <laughs> good to know what was happening yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and she's <laughs> telling the truth. <laughs> she's telling the truth. <laughs> uh. um, so the, yeah, so then Jim McMullen, who I think he eventually went to work for the Irving, yes, uh, and is now retired. I think yes, or, he is yes. retired. Yeah. Um, so he was here for how long? Uh, he was only I'd here say. for five years, maybe, would they? Uh, maybe. He was here when we, no, he wasn't no. here when we moved in here. No, Brent Preston That's was right. the general manager when we moved yeah. here mm-hmm. to FM. So I would say that Jim probably left in 98, 99. No, Jim there. left in 99. I do it know that 99. because it was in 99 when, uh, when I left, okay. took some time off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So 99. Interesting. And he actually went to Moncton to an MBS station in Moncton. Right. Yeah. That's right. And he stole Jeannie Mac with him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's how she we ended up. We haven't gotten up. over that. <laughs> well, if I can, uh, if I can convince her to uh, come on and do this, then uh, I'll, I'll uh, see if I can hammer out that answer <laughs> yeah, to yeah, that yeah. question. <laughs> um, Michelle, anything in particular uh, that comes to mind that, is like one of those oh my god moments on the air or you know like the time that i thought i swore that's an oh my god moment 
<laughs> so when did that happen? <laughs> we were FM. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happened once, but I'll tell you about the time uh, Jeannie Mac was when we were above Sears. Yeah. Uh, Jeannie was in master control mm-hmm. talking with me and chatting. And then uh, I had to go on the air and then I thought my microphone was off and I said <laughs> a bad word. It's a good thing the commercial was playing underneath it because I didn't get any phone calls about okay. it. And I'm still in radio. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's been like some important things like that happened in the world that I got to tell people, like when the okay. uh, O.J. Simpson verdict. Yes. I remember that yeah. came over the wire at work, and I was the one to be able yeah. to, uh, mm-hmm. to give that. And uh, it's just, it's, Twin Towers. That was yes, you. That's oh just been God, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. It's Jeez. a great 30 some 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of things. Wow. Yeah. 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 And I, I never even, never even dawned on me about those, you know, events. iconic events. And, and yes. Lady Di. She, she yes. was on when Lady Diana Di. died. Yeah. 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 That, that never even dawned on me about uh, things like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's so, okay. How, Back in those days, how did you find out? Well, we had our uh, broadcast newswire. Okay. And uh, it would come on the old computers. And uh, if it was urgent, the uh, printer would make a, a weird, a louder sound. Oh, really? Yes. And uh, so we actually had to check the printer about every 15 minutes anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, all it said was O.J. Simpson says that and then i'm like oh wow i get to tell people this yeah and uh yeah it's pretty cool we're, we're talking just a little bit about you know remotes and back to master control and things like this <laughs> how did remotes work in the 790 days i remember the cell phone that we had it was a bag phone <laughs> and i would go out with that and uh we would just call the station mm-hmm. and do it over the phone i remember my very first remote was at Town Forward when Town Forward was in Chatham Head. Okay. Wow. Yes. That was Port. a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. That was my first remote. Really? Yes. And yeah. it was just done by the telephone. Yeah. That's and funny. That's how my first remote was. It mm-hmm. was uh, uh, a not bell, a bag phone though. Not a bag no. phone. <laughs> no. Um, it was a Bell Alliance and it was a flip phone. Oh yes, yes, I remember phone. that one. Yeah, and the bag phone. I remember Ian when they <laughs> sold that to him. He was like the first person in Miramichi to get a bag phone. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh yeah, it was a big yeah. deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he carried it around on the console of his car. Oh yes. Time. How how would we live without a cell phone these yeah, days? I really, know. you know, especially in Hard business. To imagine. Yeah. Or you know when um, when the airs falls out of her, you know, and in in. in <laughs> technology equipment and whatever yes. you know and we have to get a hold of somebody and when was the last year was it last year or two years ago that no it was last year they broke into the tower yes and stole yes. last summer mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. then you realize how much you depend on exactly electronics yeah exactly. exactly it's interesting you know talking about the 790 days the two towers are still standing across the river yes. from, from, head, yep. from the uh, station here in newcastle but they are. Uh, yes. so john yes let's ask you oh no no no, that's not part of the deal. Oh, okay. oh yes, it is. Ask. <laughs> what made you want to get into radio? Was it something that you always wanted to do? Or uh, let it, us know, Johnny O. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird. I, I um, Growing up, I never watched much TV. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I spent, you know, time uh, 
listening to, you know, like mom and dad had records and I'd always right. listen to their records and things like that. And then uh, I it always fascinated me going with mom and dad to other areas and, you know, they'd always have the radio on and you'd listen to the radio in different communities, you mm-hmm. know, you know, like most of the time we go to Moncton and you'd hear a voice in the Moncton radio. It's like, oh, you know, it's like different voice. You know, right. it's like you get, you know, when you're listening to the same voices all the time, you kind of get used to it. But then it's like, oh, that's a different voice. And and uh, so I, I guess from that. It was weird. I had a clock radio that would pick up a Moncton station. Oh, wow. Back in the early 80s. I, so I'd listen to that. And and then I'd see at nighttime to see what's, you know, what stations I could pick up from different areas. And it's just, I don't know, I just weird that uh, I, I always listened to more radio than I did watching TV. Mm-hmm. Tam- Tammy would always say, oh, you, you must have you must have seen this movie. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, but uh, yeah, it's it's. I, I think that's what led to it. Snowballed from there. Snowballed from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I'd say since I was thirteen, I wanted to get into radio. I wanted to get into country radio. Sometimes, I, you know, I think I'm about a, you know maybe a decade too late at times. <laughs> you know, uh, but at the same time, I'm you know it's it's great to be a part of this family yeah. uh, as. Uh, even though it's, you know, a little bit more limited than what it has been over the last few years. But, uh, you know, I, I still enjoy being a part of it and, uh, you know, helping out whatever way I can. Oh, What's we're your lucky favorite to part? Have you. What's your favorite part of it, John, of the job? Honestly? Yes. When I get to fill in for you for Rural Root. Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I, I don't know why that slipped my mind. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Um you're all about the classic country. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's it's the stuff that I grew it's up on. It's you grew up on. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to Sam Hunt and people like that. <laughs> oh, we're not going to start talking yeah. about no, Sam no. Hunt. Good thing you can edit this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything bad. No, you did no. not. No, you no did Sam's that. a great fella. <laughs> um, and let's, let's throw it back to you. Um, any oh my God moments or, you know, like things that you know that you just think you know you're you're working away doing your doing you know doing your regular duties and then all of a sudden something monumental happened other than the homestead furniture fire but you know things that uh, just you know comes back to your mind that this was an iconic time in Miramichi when you're working in, in radio. I do remember when um, that fire that we had in the, when was that? In the 90s, I think it was in Nelson. Oh, uh, the forest fire? Yeah, the big okay. forest fire and how many houses. And I remember uh, we, um, myself and Ian and Margaret, uh, took a drive and the cinders were falling from the sprills from the trees were falling on our car and uh, a station wagon, by the way. And uh, with the dog in the wagon. back, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he always had a big Rottweiler and um, he was he couldn't wait to get back to the station to do the story up about how the ash and the cinders and everything was flying in the community. People were having a hard time breathing and stuff like that. So that was for me how things can happen instantly he was on the phone calling them at the office to get to start writing it up before wow. he got there so he could do it um some oh my god moments i one time i um there was nobody here at the station and they needed to put something on the air and i was it had to put somebody else on 
<laughs> so I chatted with them first <laughs> before I turned the mic on. Yeah. But I apparently had already turned the mic on. Everybody could hear our little conversation. <laughs> anyway, I didn't swear either or say anything bad about anybody. But yeah. those are like, oh, no. My my phone starts lighting up and it says, Ian, your mic is on. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm really bad for that. <laughs> Okay, so your current position, what's the official title of your General current? manager. General manager. Mm-hmm. So when did you become general manager? I became general manager in 2004, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Dennis Landrio yes. was here then. Yes. And uh, I was in sales prior to that. He he was getting he was the manager here and he was getting ready to go to the station in PEI, so they were supposed to be bringing somebody else in for us. Mm. And he convinced the powers that be that I should be the choice. Then, after they made that decision, then they asked me. <laughs> <laughs> they already made the decision. So, I surprised them by saying, no, I really don't want the job. Because yeah. I love my job. I, I loved being out on the street and talking to my customers. And mm. and uh, it's free and it's fun and there's no pressure other than, you know, making yeah. your monthly quotas or whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. it didn't work out that way. So, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> So you've been doing this, oh, geez, mm-hmm. about, do the math here, about uh, 17, 17, 16 years? I think it's 17. It'll be 17, yeah. 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 And probably a few more years left. Well, I'm counting them down now. <laughs> Me too. So, yeah. <laughs> hers. Yeah, yeah, hers. So, yeah, she didn't mean hers. No, yeah. no. Yeah, I knew what I meant. Uh. There, there's a guy that... Uh, um, he's going to retire, uh, another instructor at the college that I work with, and he's going to retire at the end of December. And he's got an app on his phone that oh, counts down oh, yes. the, the months, the oh, days, yes, and right nice. down to the second. So, yeah. so Michelle, I think you've got that app on yeah. your phone. Until- <laughs> I do. <laughs> I couldn't put that on mine because some days I want it's going to be imminent, and yeah. then other days it might be a few years. <laughs> Depends on what's happening that day. Yeah, exactly. As you well know. Well, it's you know, it's it it. I think we're all in that you yes. know situation. We all yeah. it's it's like Dad used to say: we all have good days and bad days, but. Thank God there's more good days yes, than bad days. the so. good definitely outweigh the bad, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, one thing that I would like to say is that I, for me, as part of my job, the people that I worked with over the years, but I would say that the people that I work with now have become my family. <laughs> and we're super close. We're small, but we're closely knit, and we're very supportive of our personal lives as well yeah. as our work lives yeah. we're there for each other for everything and and we're really blessed to have that because i know lots of people that hardly even know the people they work with and they've been there for 10 20 years yeah but we know each other's families and we know yeah. you know that's something that i will take away from this job that means the most to me is the people that i worked with and how mm-hmm wonderful they are and me even, saying this, even michelle well i was gonna say me saying this doesn't happen often but i 100 percent agree with ann on that yes yeah. Yeah. very oh, lucky somebody write that down. oh this is recorded <laughs> this is recorded oh my gosh yep. okay i agreed it. with ann on july <laughs> 7th <laughs> yeah. no and, and it's you know I, I i and i'll throw my hat in there and, and agree with that 100 because a few years ago i was you know i was i was part-time casual at the college and i was doing other things for other stations in in other areas and and i i told management you know once i got busier here i said i just want to focus on here this is my 
um, you know, the river is what I want to focus on. And that's why I don't want to walk away at this time. You know, like, uh, I've got a, you know, it's, it's been a crazy year gone by and it's going to be another crazy year coming ahead, but I still want to be a part with you know what you guys are doing here and and uh that's important to me as well so yeah. well that's good because we want to keep you well, yes you know it's, it's hey as long as you do the bingo on wednesday night i'm happy <laughs> that's you know what that's fine uh, with it's me. always a great time john <laughs> oh god the most stressful part of the job here for john yeah, the most stressful 18 seconds you know you can solve all the world's problems and create a hundred more in 18 seconds <laughs> like because my mind is just and and the best thing that ever happened to radio bingo was that they gave us a laptop yes and then it's like you can sit there and you count it down and you count it down and count it down and <laughs> as long as nobody takes the ball away from me i'm all right <laughs> okay i might have been guilty that the first couple times but i worked it no, out it wasn't you it okay. wasn't you yeah. but anyway um you know it's and i i think of some of the things that have you know gone on like I, i'm just looking out here at the at the big deck uh at the station and you, you know you see all the you know, with the the rock and roll festival and the you know the rib fest and everything that you know goes on right in our view, I, I guess it's it's not not too ironic the fact that the station is named the river because yes. we, we got one of the best views of the river. For sure, right here. I definitely do every morning. Yes, see that sunrise over the river. Oh. It's unreal. Okay, I don't see that, but I mean, yeah. uh, the rest of it I <laughs> <No>. see. <laughs> well, I, I, I remember seeing yeah, some you would have seen if wicked, you, uh, wicked sunrises. You have the pictures to prove it. Yeah, for sure. With the, you know, like you think of the different things that go on in the community here, and it's and, and that's part of the reason why, you know, we're in the community is to be a part of it and help out and, you know, and like we've had. You know some great initiatives here with the uh, coats for kids and yes. and uh, the turkey drive. You know yeah, in association toy drive, with the yeah. toy drive and uh, you know with thanks to uh, you know like partnering up with the Rotary Club of Chatham and, and things like that. Uh, anything like that? Uh, you know any special stories stand out in your mind from you know uh, working here, doing something in the community that uh, stands out. So when, um, I can't remember when it was, it was uh, years ago now when the RCMP were killed and we held a benefit on our deck Mm. to raise money to send to the families. Yes. For me, that really sticks in my mind for the the amount of people that came to support and how generous they were. And then we had a couple of RCMP from our local detachment come and accept the cash. Um, They were so... One of them had cried a little bit after, and they sent beautiful letters and and thanked us for doing that to help those families. That meant a lot, I think, for us as a staff to put it together because everybody worked hard to to get the talent here and to make sure that it was a success and it was boiling hot. Mm. I remember, (laughs) yes. But it turned out so good. And and actually, uh, Tim worked here then, Mm -hmm. and his wife went around and did 50-50 tickets to help raise more money, and, and everybody was so generous. That giving back to the community in that way because i know every and it's very important that we give back to the food bank and the toy drives and the whatever but those are things that lots of people do but this was something that just we did and it it was special yeah that Mm -hmm. was a good one it's and it's always interesting when because what we do and, and michelle i know you understand this because i feel the same way it's like we're on the radio we're talking on the radio but 
sometimes you wonder if anybody's really out there. You know? <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a weird feeling though. It Read is. something wrong once and you know how many people oh, yes. Yeah. That's that's the only time you know that somebody's really listening oh, is if yeah. you screw up. Right? Yep, yes. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's weird like do you, do you have any stories that you going somewhere and people may not realize who you are and then once they do realize they, they recognize your voice yeah i i've had that happen yes and uh as some people know uh i'm i'm more comfortable in the booth mm-hmm. in master control <laughs> than uh out and about yeah. and uh yes i have had people say that and actually uh a couple months ago i was in to the grocery store on a saturday how busy it is <laughs> And uh, someone, some nice lady at the grocery store, I was speaking with her. And then uh, someone walked by that she knew. And said, That's Michelle Roy from the radio station. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yes. Then all eyes turn. <laughs> and I go red. And, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. There, there's, uh, there's a certain uh, member of the community who has an extremely uh, loud and caring voice uh, that I won't mention by name. But I was, it was uh, during the car show. Uh, and uh, Tammy and I were walking with friends of ours, you know, going around looking at the cars, and and he was there. That's John O'Shea. <laughs> or if I if I'm I at, think I know who you're yeah, speaking exactly. of. Yes, and, and or it happened one time. I think at the last or the next to last uh, nap and fair of the horse hall before the pandemic. And he was sitting mm. on the opposite side of the ring. Oh no way. <laughs> And I'm sitting there, you know, getting ready for the horse hall. John O'Shea. It's just like he didn't need the the uh, the microphone. I needed the microphone. So it's like, oh, geez. Yeah. Hi, how you doing? I forgot he did the exact same thing to me one day uh, in a grocery store. That's the only place I go, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> he did it to me. At, they had a benefit for um, uh, Bob McCollum. Yes. And I got up to walk around to go. They had a 50-50 or something. Anyway, I went to buy. And that's he was on the stage getting ready to sing a song. <laughs> and that's what he shouted out. Ed Woods from 99.3 The River. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good old Bob. You know, it's funny when uh, the strangest, you know, he this this other guy that we were talking about, he's, you know, sees the face and then they'll say that. But for for me, the majority of the people, you know, if I'm doing a remote, uh, people will come up to me and say, they'll they'll, they'll phrase it in a couple of different ways. <laughs> they'll say, "Those girls give you an awful hard time," or they'll say, "Your daughters give you an awful oh, hard your time." Daughters. Yeah, my daughters. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't have any children. Hey, we're family. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they, they talk about uh, um, Kalista and Emma. Oh, yes. With the, those liners that I had them do. Yeah. And, uh, geez, I don't even know if they're still running the afternoons, but probably not. Um, maybe I'll get them to switch them to the weekends. But uh, that, that's the one thing that they, that you know, they'll comment on is, yeah. is, is those crazy things. So pay I, attention. If, yeah, if it wasn't for Kalista and Emma, who were, were former um, uh, summer cruiser personalities, you know, it's 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 weird how some things stick in people's minds. Mm-hmm. You know, with uh, when they're listening, but or what like, they remember. Yeah, I went to. Uh, I, every, we're always in a in a store somewhere, <laughs> and I had stopped. My husband and I stopped, and we were talking to some friends that we knew, and I don't know whatever we were talking about. I laughed, and a lady came from another aisle around, and she said, "Excuse me, did you just laugh?" And then I was like. <laughs> 
I went, yes. She goes, you're Ann Woods. <laughs> <laughs> she knew my laugh when, when Michelle and I are on the radio. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yes, yes, that's me. Yeah. As my husband slunk off because he did not want to be a part of that. Oh, geez. <laughs> not much support there. No. No. Um, you know, <laughs> one thing that I, I do have to say that, you know, being on the radio and being part of the community, and that and that's the biggest thing is like yes. being part of the community. Uh, I, I don't think I was ever more proud of being part of the community um, and having community support and being part of the radio is when, uh, you know, we had the benefit for Michelle last oh, yeah. year. That, oh, wow. that was absolutely amazing. It truly was. It was amazing. Well, you know, we all say, oh, it's Miramichi. It's Miramichi. And uh, you don't realize how giving and how caring, uh, you know, until you're on the other end of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. On the receiving end. It's just amazing. Yeah. And I remember uh, shortly after the fire, um, people were coming to the radio station and dropping off cards for Michelle. And she'd go, I don't even know those people. And she'd be so emotional. Mm. I don't even know them, but they know her because yeah. they. I, ha I have a guy, a friend, who told me many years ago that he woke up more mornings with Michelle than he did his wife. <laughs> <laughs> so they know you, whether they know what you look like or have never met you, but they feel like they know you because you share your life on the radio with them and they listen to you every day and yeah. Morgan, Molly and Cassie yes. too. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Everybody knows who they are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it's, you know, it's, it's amazing. Like when you take the time to sit back and you kind of gather these thoughts and, and, uh, you know, go back over the years and yeah. how things all kind of, or how much fun we had at different events and things mm -hmm. that we've done. We've, and when we look through the pictures and we're like, Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and that's the thing, like back in, you know, looking at those pictures from the 790 days, uh, you know, you see the pictures of, you know, Darren and Ev and, you know, out at these different events. And, and it's like, well, like, you know, they're like you guys were really busy yes. back in those days, you know, <laughs> yeah, doing they things. Really were. Yeah, they were MCs for everything. Mm hmm. Oh, thank God they I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, I suppose being the only station yes. and and you know and at that time more bodies oh yeah you know to when i started at the at the station in 81 there was 21 people worked there yes wow yes. yes 21 people like a business owner could walk in off the street and uh tell them what specials or what they wanted on the radio then you just walked in the back room and handed it to their copy person and then they handed it to an on-air person and boom it's on the air yeah that quickly yes yeah. that was one of the advantages that was a selling tool too that ian made us use because our turnaround was faster than any like well the only other competition we have is a newspaper and it was like a three-day deadline for a newspaper yeah we could have it uh, on within three hours or less mm -hmm. less yeah. so less in some time some instances mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so interesting um well, ladies, this has been great. I do appreciate, uh, you know, you uh, being the first, and it was only right to have, you know, both of you on uh, as the first of uh, in the series of people that I'm going to be talking to. And uh, it's been interesting to uh, hear these stories about things that I didn't realize yeah. happened, uh, you know, years gone by. And, and uh, uh, you know, thanks for, thanks for doing this. And, uh, Michelle, I, I appreciate, you know how uh, uh let, let's just say you'd rather not be doing this <laughs> and now we now that it's almost over i can tell her that the video's been on the whole time yeah it's yeah see the that light up there it's it's not and a light this it's is a pointing camera. right at you yeah 
No, it's not. <laughs> no. 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 I, don't have, I don't have that much time to do video editing and audio editing. See, that's how much I know. Like, <laughs> She's gullible. Yes, I am gull- I believe everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. You're safe. You're safe. Thank you, Johnny O, for yeah. including us well, in this series. Appreciate it. The, and thank the, you for being a part of our family. Well, it's it's a great family to be a part of today. It's great to be able to work with you. It's. Uh, I, I'm trying to think. 23. 23- 13 is when I started August 2013 uh, because we did the well I'm not saying we but the station did the format flip I think it was September 2012 Mm -hmm. and then I came on board uh, in 2013 I think it was finally like August uh, because I was doing some teaching back then too Mm -hmm. it's like well eight years now yeah wow you're getting up there too oh yeah Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Some days more than others. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to you, ladies. I finally got to uh, realize that 13 year old's dream of uh, <laughs> being on country radio. And, and uh, you know, thanks for, uh, you know, finding a, a home for me here and, and uh, uh, looking forward to. Uh, this is your forever home, Johnny O. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm not leaving the Miramichi for sure. <laughs> right. But, so thanks a lot uh, for doing this. Appreciate it very much. And, uh, Oh, I guess we'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Thanks, John. This has been episode number nine of the Johnny O Show and CFAN series number one with Michelle Roy and Ann Woods. Big thank you to the ladies for joining me on the first of this series as we chat with folks that have worked at CFAN over the years, and that includes at uh, the AM station when it was 790 CFAN and the current 99.3 The River. Make sure you like and share the Drive On Media Facebook page with your family and friends and subscribe to The Johnny O Show on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on the website at driveon.podbean.com. That's driveon.podbean.com. Again, a big thank you to Jason Berry for the theme music for the podcast and Jamie Alexander for the logo for the Johnny O Show. Coming up next week, we'll have another uh, former member of uh, CFN who worked on the air here, and I hope you will join me then. And that will be a milestone episode number 10 of the Johnny O Show. So I thank you for tuning in, and I will talk to you next week right here on the Johnny O Show, a presentation of Drive On Media.